This is Mostly True, a podcast that proves that everybody has a story. Well, hi. Here we are again. It always has to start with, well, hi. Well, hello, friends. Hello. Friends. We're back. Yes, always. This is um, a special kind of scenario here. We're doing back-to-back recordings this weekend. Yeah. And it's exciting. And We're not going to release them at the same time, no, I don't think. No, but, but I'm telling you, man. We, we just recorded we one. For you. Yeah. We just recorded one last night. We're back okay. next day. Having to drink and record in two nights in a row. Oh my god! I know it's it's exhausting, but these are the things that we do for you. That's right. We love you. So um, we didn't say this is mostly true. Oh, period. Yes. Full stop. Hi guys, I'm Welcome. Brittany. I feel like you w- and that's should. Jen. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm Jen. Um, I feel like you should know that this is mostly true. Period. Full stop. Because you... and that I'm Brittany and you're Jen. Yeah, but it's fine. I mean, that's why you're here. Maybe right? somebody just stumbled across this episode and it's going to be amazing. Yeah. And your mind will be blown. It's true. Mind blown. Yes. Um, before we get started, so that she doesn't have to sit here and be silent, <laughs> our special guest today is Chris, not the archivist. Female Chris. Uh, but also not our sister, who's female and a Chris. It's a different Chris. It's true. It's true. It's very confusing. If you if you are... Uh, go ahead and say hi. Hi. <laughs> if is. you are one of our um, just, you know, mass amount of listeners... Oh, shush. ...who so listen to uh, both of our podcasts, this one and our other podcast called Pods Burgers, um, which is about Bob's Burgers. I have actually talked about Chris, who is our special guest today, mm-hmm. in a Bob's Burgers episode, uh, Ranksicles, because yeah. Chris is the reason why we did that theme, uh, because she thought that I hated Bob's Burgers musicals, when in fact, I just hate musicals. <laughs> she was mistaken. She was mistaken. Anyway, so this is that very Chris. Hi. So delightful to have <laughs> you here. It really is delightful. It's an honor to be here. Thank I you. Looking forward to this. Yeah, and Chris was one of, if not the first, because I can't, I don't, I think she might be the first who wrote into yes. the email, which yes. is. Oh, sorry. Let's talk about that a little bit. So Chris wrote into um, yougotstories at gmail.com, Y-O-U got stories, and said, hey, I have some stories. And I feel like you should probably hear them. And I said, fuck yes. I thought I'd get the fuck out yeah, of the way. That's, you just got the fuck out yeah. of the way. So, um, yeah. And so you guys can email us and tell us your stories. And you may be on the show or we may read your emails on the show. So, yeah. yes, our very first, hey, I've got a story and you're going to have it jammed into your ear holes. And we yeah. were like, sweet. And I really appreciated, you know, that you that you actually, you know, like used the because we're we're in real life friends. You you could and have you texted. Might, or... I wasn't hired. <laughs> you went the official route. You and did. I love it. You <laughs> love used it. the email that we asked you to use instead of you know texting me or calling me. But <laughs> she gave us a list of stories to choose from. Yes, all of them sounding intriguing, incredibly intriguing. Yes. So I want to hear all of the stories, but we chose a particular one. Yes. So our um, our theme this week is um, well, that didn't go as planned. Yep. Um, but before we dive in, a couple more things on the housekeeping side. Uh, look us up on Facebook, Mostly True. Look us up on Instagram, Mostly True, at Mostly True. At Mostly True, full stop. Thank you. I always get that one wrong. 
We have our beautiful new website that Jen made, uh, mostlytrue.net. Yes. And then please go to iTunes and subscribe and leave reviews and all that kind of jazz. Yeah. I mean, we always have to hustle for the reviews. Please, please make it so that we exist. Yeah. We need enough reviews to show up. Yeah. We would really like that. Share this with all of your friends. Yes. Be our downline. So let's move into, before we actually dive into the topic, well, that didn't go as planned. um, We need to talk about some stuff from our last episode, which is about ghosts. Yes. Yeah. So um, if you listened to our previous episode, which was called The Ghosts I've Known, um, you will know, and if you haven't, Stop listening now oh my God, to go this back. one and go back and listen to the other one because it is mad as pants mm-hmm. in so many ways. Um, but also I'm going to give away uh, an important part Spoilers, of one please. of the stories uh, as part of housekeeping. Um, but you know, you would know if you listened that Brittany and I told a story. It was a joint story about a house that we lived in when we were teenagers and a a bizarre situation that we encountered in that house that was... I don't uh, think bizarre even comes close to touching it, but it's, it's closest you got. I know. It's true. You go with Although, you, you know, we've lived with knowing that, you know, that for so long that to us, it, it kind of blew Amy's mind. I so, know. She was like, no, no, no. Yeah. So... Uh, but anyway, it, it was centered around... A swarm of oh, flying did you ants. Find something. Yeah. So oh. last night after we recorded, I thought, you know, I'm I was I was I was having this weird guys, just a side note. I was having this weird thing where all of a sudden my body temperature dropped and Ooh, it was almost like I had hypothermia crazy. and it was a visitation. It <laughs> That's was what I thought at first. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I know what that is. <laughs> I was so cold. I was trying not to wake up my husband with my shivering. Mm. And I don't know what was going on, but I thought, you know what I'll do is I'll research ants while I can't sleep mm-hmm. because I'm so cold. So I did. Is there a like a barrier clause with the ants? No. Okay. <laughs> and I was able enough. to I was able to find some information about the swarming mm-hmm. that we talked about. Yes. Yes. But there is no information, it's not perfect. It doesn't perfectly align with what happened. And I'll explain that in a minute, but there is no information about the barrier. Okay. That is still unexplained. I totally love the fact that you did this because, um, the internet has come a long way since the last time I tried researching this. So it's good to just keep going at it. Yeah. And if somebody has an answer for this, like legit, I don't care if you blow our story out of the water. I, this is the only one I have not been able to explain. Yeah. In my life. So well and and we talked about this in, in the last episode that I am a skeptic to the extreme. Mm-hmm. I don't believe in ghosts. I don't I, I believe that there are, you know, other life in the universe, but I don't yeah. think like aliens built the pyramids. I just I, I have you know there's just I'm very much more logical and science yeah. minded. Yeah. Um so I don't really I I welcome whatever. If you don't think that what happened is supernatural, that's great. I I'd love yeah, to hear totally. about what it really happened. But what I was able to find is that uh ants like that do indeed swarm yep. when they're trying to find a new place okay. to live. So we referenced that. Yeah. Yes, we did reference that. Here's the weird part about it is that there 
they where they swarm generally is on um uh like like bushes or trees mm-hmm. or uh sometimes they say it can happen on a building but it's not an interior well see that's what i'm saying like they had a lot of opportunities anywhere around that house without being like Fuck yeah, that middle room. Let's hang out there. Yeah, but one of the things they talked about is that they'll swarm to structures like buildings or houses that are up on the highest point that they can find. But you would think that they would be swarming on the outside of our house, which they did. But they were trying to get in the window. Yeah. Um, but then they ended up inside the house. So that's a little strange because they generally like to be outside yes. doing this thing. Yes. At least according to the research. What the hell do I know about flying ants? But this is just what the research I, I told totally me. need to find like an entomologist and like have a conversation yeah. about this because seriously. Here's the other thing that doesn't perfectly align though, is that the reason they swarm is because they are breaking off to make a new colony. Yes, because their colony's gotten too big. Yes, but they swarm, and while they are swarming, they mate. Mm-hmm. And almost immediately after mating, the males die. Mm-hmm. Did the females pick up the males and that's take them saying. with them when they Wait, left? That place was pristine yeah. when they took off. So it's, that that's bizarre. I'm you. Unless maybe because you know, as as I told the story. When I got home, Robert was already in the living room mm-hmm. where they had been. Yes. Maybe Robert like, like kicking vacuumed it. them up but and didn't tell should, us. We should probably have like asked him, but you know. But that's bizarre. And there's also no indication as to why they would have so obsessively stayed in that one right. room. Like there was a barrier. Yeah. So, but anyway, um, that's what I was able to find. Well, that's very helpful. I'm sorry that your body temperature dropped and you almost died <laughs> to do this, but I love that you did that because I do that with a lot of things that haunt, like they can't, I can't get them resolved. Like yeah. I look for things from my childhood or, you know, and this one deserves research because yeah. nobody, under, they just don't get it. Yeah. They think, in fact, Amy says during that episode, I would have thought that you guys were having some sort of like psychotic hallucination mm-hmm. if it hadn't been three of you corroborating the mm-hmm. entire thing. So mm-hmm. it's the craziest thing, guys. Anyway. Like I said, I hope you stopped when I told you to and went back and listened because <laughs> we just gave away a, yeah, oh, a lot of the but, key points. You know, even even if you didn't, go back and listen to it because it is kind of a wild story. Yeah, you want to hear the whole thing. Well, and we got some more. I haven't heard the story yet and now I want to go listen. Yeah. So <laughs> I can't wait till you finally post it so yeah. I can. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So exciting. It's going to be some good stuff, you guys. Yay. So we got good stories today, too, though. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, how do you want to do this one? Do you want to start with us again? I love ending with our guests because that gives them the punch. But um, I do feel like, you know, my story is because I I know your story because mm -hmm. you were involved. involved. Yes. Um, And I know some of Chris's story. So I feel like mine's the weakest. Even okay. though it's a great story, trust me, but it's not the one to bring it home. So maybe okay. it we'll start with me. Yeah. If that's okay. Yeah. And then we will like suss out the situation, see how like Chris, if you're like, all right, I'm warmed up, let's do it. <laughs> yeah. Then you can just go. I mean, but that's so. why we're here, and you, you guys. You know, we're going to interrupt you and ask questions. Mm-hmm. And because I wasn't 
present for this story. So the one I'm about to tell. Yes, the yeah. one you're about to tell. So correct. I will probably have, and as we've mentioned before, I don't have the greatest memory, and so I usually turn to Jen for all of the saucy details. Yes, they're yes. saucy. Okay, so let let's should we go? Yeah, let's okay. do it. Okay. Yeah. So my story for well that didn't go as planned. Um, takes place uh, when I was probably, I was not yet driving. I was probably 15, maybe early 16. And um, as Brittany and I have talked about, we lived in a small town in northeastern Arizona during that time period. And by small town, we're talking... Way small. Maybe at the peak. There were two, actually two very small towns that were in essence connected right and maybe the two towns combined had maybe about four thousand people yeah and there were two stoplights when we one there, in each town two stoplights yeah yeah i don't know today one, it's probably one school high school a thriving metro- metropolis my graduating class had just under a hundred people in it, oh, it that was many really wow. yes yeah it was yeah, really it was, small i thought it was fewer yeah. than that yeah, so. um yeah it was really really small it was known uh, for anyone who knew it uh, as because uh, it was the only high school in the entire country that had a full-size enclosed dome football field. Like a, like like a, a sports arena like, kind of a yeah, thing. Yeah, the size of a professional football field. Yeah. <laughs> I know. It was so strange. <laughs> yeah. Like, and somewhere. it was like this weird... It was this dome that was these different colors of pink. So it was this strange. It looked like breast. a giant breast. In the, like because it had the lights at the top. It was just insane. <laughs> the senior prank every year is painting the top with a giant nipple. Oh yes. man! Oh, they, if it <laughs> should if, be. You know what? If nobody's done that yet, I'm shamed of you guys. Maybe we need but. to call them. Yeah. Um. Somewhere, some you know, there was some extra government money, and somebody thought, you know what, we'll do a dome. Oh, wow. But it was pleasant because you know you could go to football games, and it was snowy, and your hair didn't because you know mm-hmm. you had big hair mm-hmm. during this time. <laughs> well, so you did. Yes, we, huge. Well, well, everybody in that town did. I yeah. can tell you that much. Well, yeah. not everybody, but anyway. So, so anyway, that has nothing to do with my story, but that, I just think it's interesting. Uh, local color. It's some flavor. It is. You added some seasoning. It's a little like, tidbit. Yes. Oh, tidbit. <laughs> do you see what she did? I know. Amazing. Uh, one other thing about the dome, oh. I might cut this out, but um, our father uh, was elected to the school board while we were living there. And for some reason, I don't remember if he was part of the dedication or something, but there was a plaque inside the dome that had his name as well as a couple of the other school board members. And he always used to tell me, you know, when the civilization falls and then a new civilization rises and they're doing, not anthropology, archaeology, they're going to dig up that plaque and they're going to say... This guy was a tumbleweed. This was a man, this was a great leader (laughs) that they wanted to commemorate. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Oh yeah, for sure. Because he was on the school. I'm going to just start chiseling my name into things. Absolutely. Just start, just get some plaques. And just start sticking them to things. Oh, yeah. See how many you get away with. I think I could get away with a lot. Yeah. I'm gonna. I'm, I'm putting through a plan in my head right now about I know. My, my plaquing. I could tell you immediately started thinking, <laughs> what am I going to stick a plaque to? Yep. Anyway. Um, yes. Go okay. Ahead. Sorry. Let me get on small with my town. story. So we lived in an incredibly small town. Um, 
like will happen with any teenager, but particularly teenagers in a very small town, we had to find ways to entertain ourselves. Um, and we weren't like drinkers or mm-mm. like take, taking drugs or anything. Yeah. So it was like you had to get really creative if you weren't into substances. Yes. And I would drink from time to time as a teenager, very, very little. But uh, I had a very good friend named Jackie who did not drink at all. So mm-hmm. it's not like when we got together, you know, we would go steal beer or whatever. Right. Not that I've ever stolen beer because I haven't. No. Um, but anyway, so one of the things that we would do, uh, she lived in a house that was kind of... Uh, I mean, a lot of places were out in the middle of nowhere in that, in a town that small, but she was, her house was very, very far removed from any town. Yeah. A lot of pieces uh, at all fields and things around. Yes. And it was kind of up on a hill and it just, it didn't even have a lot of other houses around it. And, uh, her room had a sliding glass door that went out onto a deck and then the deck went out onto the driveway. So, of course, yeah. being 15-year-olds, mm-hmm. we would leave the house in the middle of the night because that's what we did. Wander around. And we rarely had a any kind of destination in mind. We just wanted to wander. Um, and sometimes we would go knock on the windows of our friends and go, you know, climb in their windows and hang out with them. And We're sometimes so- we would just walk around. But for some reason, when I when we would go out on these night excursions, we would get dressed up like we were going out on a, to a club or something. Yeah, and all makeup would, up and stuff. We would do our hair. We would put on makeup. We would pick out our outfits. It was just go wandering around with cows. It was great. So we did that this this particular evening, um, and I remember, guys, guys. Guys. It was the early 90s. Oh. So I was wearing the most delightful, pristine, Mm -hmm. black suede crop jacket. Oh, yeah. With fringe. Fringe. Yes. (laughs) How did you know? Totally knew. (laughs) Nailed that. (laughs) I'm picturing the movie Can't Buy Me Love. Yes. Yes. Cream or fawn colored jacket yes. with fringe. That's exactly yes. what it was. <laughs> I loved this I jacket. Loved yours was black. That yes. jacket was amazing. I loved amazing. it so much. <laughs> and I just, I always felt like something out of a Lifetime movie right. when I would wear mm-hmm. it. Yeah, rock star. The cows yeah. admired you. It was amazing. Yeah. Um, and normally when I would wear that jacket, <laughs> I would wear with it. These moccasin booties that were also black and also had fringe. Mm -hmm. Mini Tonka. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes. Okay. Um, But this particular evening, I did not wear those boots. I was wearing um, sandals. And the sandals were constructed in such a way that there was the sole and then there were ropes. And the ropes went through uh, my big toe and the other toes you know, kind of like a, like a flip flop and then crossed across my foot. And then you just tied the rest, the ropes up your, your leg. Mm-hmm. So, and then there so was, you were dressed for wandering around yeah. in the wilderness. And then there Absolutely. was a bit in the back to hold mm-hmm. it onto my heel, but there wasn't 
really much structure to it. It was the sole and then some ropes and then some leather to keep the ropes in place. There's a lot of ropes and straps and <laughs> cords going it's on. No, I know, important. but it's just like you basically were wearing an outfit made of straps. Well, yeah. What's the middle part of your body wearing? Well, I'm glad you asked. Oh, good. <laughs> because it has nothing to do with the story, but I do want to I tell you. I all picture. Oh, yes, you got to have the how you're dressed picture. with this shorty jacket. Yeah. So under the jacket, I was wearing a crop top, black and white striped t-shirt. Okay. Mm. And the pants... I know this outfit. I love this. I remember it. The pants were white jeans Mm -hmm. that had a zipper... Yes, I know these jeans! ...that you could unzip... All the way around to the back, so to where like if you legs. unzipped it, well, you could be holding two legs, yes, one in each hand. Pretty risque yeah. for a fifteen-year-old. Yeah. 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 Which it's not really, if you think about it. But it's like it's just—I did. I thought it was a neat, like element. I did not have much parental supervision. <laughs> I thought they were neat, yeah. and I think yeah. I probably used that word neat. Yeah. And I, um, I pegged my. The bottoms of the pants, mm-hmm. and then I tied the sandals up on top of mm-hmm. the the pant legs. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. It was, it was style. you were a trendsetter, like. yeah, I was. So anyway, that's what I was wearing. Um, I don't remember <laughs> how that we got that out of the way. Yeah, I, it's going to become important. I know in a it's important. I, I love just, that part of it. Um, it's the full scene. So I don't remember anything that Jackie was wearing except that she was. Uh, also wearing a suede jacket. It did not have fringe. She she, she loved the suede. Yes. Um, hers was also black, but hers was slightly... So mine was just the suede, and hers was slightly puffier. I don't know if it had some kind of a filling, but it didn't fit right against her like mine did. Mm-hmm. So it was just a little puffier. Um, and she was wearing the black booties with the fringe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that, that also has nothing to do with the story, but I also remember she was wearing those. Again, complete story, complete picture. Yeah. you got to have Just, it. I'm painting you a picture, you I guys. I think that's yes. very important. Yeah. And then we decided to head out. So we were all done up, had nowhere to, in particular in mind that we were going, and we started to walk. Now, a couple of things that you need to know is the town that we lived in had a curfew. And if you were under 18, you had to be inside by 10 PM. And I knew so many teenagers who were on probation Mm -hmm. for incorrigibility Mm -hmm. because they had been caught after curfew. Like it, it was rampant. So they took it very seriously. Yes, they did. But that being said, not everybody who was caught out after curfew ended up on probation. I think it just depended on who you were and your your history and things like that. Jen and I have talked about, I don't know if we've mentioned it here before, but that small town... You knew all of the cops by their first names, sure. yes. and they knew you. Yes. You just, they, so you could get caught, and they'd be like, oh, this is a special circumstance. You're normally a quote-unquote good kid, mm-hmm. and not get in trouble. Yep. But the bad ones mm-hmm. wandered around in the middle of the night. Mm-hmm. Or sometimes you just ran into a cop who felt like it was, you know, because yeah. I, I had friends who didn't do anything else, but ended up on probation for that. Not yeah. probation. Was it Probation. Yes. No, I'm, I was like, it's not parole. Oh, oh. <laughs> this is probation. It's definitely right. probation. Yeah. Okay. They totally so. paroled those kids. So. Paroled the shit out of it. It's true. <laughs> so that being said, you wanted to, to try to avoid 
you know, being, being hassled by the man. Yeah. Yeah. But Jackie took this to the extreme. <laughs> mm-hmm. So when we would go out on our wanderings and we would be walking along by the side of the road, if we saw headlights anywhere approaching us, she was adamant that we had to immediately hide. And, and she would panic. She mm-hmm. would go into this wild animal panic at the idea that we couldn't find what a hiding place. What happened to her? <laughs> um, so Headlights! Yeah. <laughs> and she was, she, was, she was, and still is, older yes. than, than I am. Um, and I, I just kind of thought, you know, she knew the ways of the world, so I just kind of went along with it. So I want to say she was 17 or 18 when I was... 15. No, she was my age. Oh, so she would have been 17. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, when you're 15 and somebody's 17, you think that they know way more than you know. And yeah, we've talked about how Jen thought that I was cool. Oh. I mean, come on. I st- <laughs> you know what? I still think you're cool. I, well, so. I am now. <laughs> um, so... So I just kind of went along with it and thought this was something that had to happen. So mm-hmm. so I would, you know, and, I mean, hustle honestly, with her and it, hide it, in the bushes. It puts a little bit of spice into your wandering around in the middle of the night you know wearing I mean? your friend's jacket. What else were we going to do? Because right. we right. were just walking around. Yeah. Um, so this particular evening... Uh, Cars drove by a couple of times. We hustled over to the side of the road. We hid behind a tree. We hid in some bushes. Everything went <laughs> as normal. Went as planned, this if you will. This whole night just sounds so fun. Yes. <laughs> Everything. It's true. Everything went as planned. Up until? During those moments. Yes. Until we were walking down this one particular stretch of road. Mm-hmm. Uh, there were a few houses, but they were set very far back from the road, so there was a lot of brush and a lot of fields along those that particular road. And way up in the distance, there was this curve, and we saw some headlights come around that curve, and they were approaching us. And as it got a little closer, we realized it was, in fact, a police officer. And I need to say that in all the times that we had hidden mm-hmm. before this, I cannot remember a single other time that it was actually a police officer. It was usually just randos that were out driving around, which we probably should have hidden from them too. Let's yeah, be yeah. Um, so that place was full of weirdo randos. Yeah, I don't know. So this I'm sent just going with it. Jackie into an even greater panic than normal because. All fears were confirmed. (laughs) I knew this day would come. We've been practicing for this day. So we had been walking with our arms linked, you know, the elbows Mm -hmm. linked. And if anyone has put suede against suede, you know that it kind of (laughs) locks. It's like Velcro. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And in her animal panic... Jackie took off running, <gasps> yelling at me to run that it was a cop. But it was like cops. we had just knocked over a convenience I, store. I know, seriously. And and like the cops aren't going to hear you screaming, run, run, it's yes. the cops. Yes. Well, I don't think she was. No, she was not in her right mind. But I mean, she was urging me along. So she started to run. She ran off of the road. And and into the brush that was on the side of the road. And my arm is stuck in her arm. And I 
had not expected to take off running that fast. Plus, refer back to earlier what I described I was wearing for footwear. The shoes. Right. Not made for a run not through the brush. Not sensible running shoes mm-hmm. at all. No. Nope. So, not for running from the cops, if you will. <laughs> so I'm trying to keep up with her and trying to get my arm out so that I can at least go at a pace that I can go. And you have some not-so-great memories of trying to run with your arm locked with others. She broke her arm that way when she was little. Yes. And... I, like talking about it now, I'm my heart is like starting to pound. Like it, like it, there t- again. it takes me back. I can smell the smell. It's like yeah. that sort of summer, like grassy. Yes, yes. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Ugh, just a little bit of water somewhere. Um, <laughs> a little bit of water. So <laughs> some moisture. I'm taking you there. I'm there. I smell the moisture. You're part of this. <laughs> um. So school bus road. She's running. I'm stuck. I can't keep up with her. And she keeps keeps dragging me and at some point my foot gets turned to the point where the the sandal ropes snap from the sole mm-hmm. on on one foot, on my right foot. And so now I have a sandal tied to my leg (laughs) and no shoe on that foot. And I'm still trying to run with one sandal on Mm -hmm. Uh and barefoot on the other side. And it's like gravel and like bushes. Well, we were in a field by this point. So it was was muddy. Was it a cow field? Oh, let me finish. Um, Okay. (laughs) I'm sorry. I do that every time. It's okay. Every time. She continues to run. I'm trying to get any, and let me. I'm pretty sure the cop was gone by this point, but she would not stop running. He was just like listening to some Billy Joel. Cut to the cop. It's Baker Street. He's just driving. He doesn't care. He hasn't noticed. He doesn't know my trauma. Looks over at his little, like, I don't know, did they have computers in their cars back then? Whatever. It's like, gets on his walkie talkie and is like, hey, Josh, you want to go get Josh? Freaking Josh. I know. So. So we're in. We're out in the middle of a field. Picture it. <laughs> I'm, I'm stuck. It. I'm trying to run with one shoe and a sandal tied to my other leg. And you're attached to your I'm friend. I'm attached. I'm trying to get her to stop. I'm trying to. I'm still trying to get my arm out. The cops listening to Baker Street. Yes. Yep. She continues to run. I lose my balance. Oh no no no! My arm starts to slide. Thanks, arm. Now you'll move. <laughs> And I fall onto my knees. Oh, no. She continues to run, and my arm completely comes out, and I fall because I'm continuing to be propelled forward because she was dragging me. And I land kind of on my knees and then on my side, and my head comes down onto the ground. And and you're wearing white pants. And it's muddy. Yes. And your favorite jean jacket. Or suede jacket. Suede jacket. So now I have mud all over my knees all up the side of my suede jacket and in my hair, which was very ratted and full of hairspray, Mm, uh but now it is just smashed to the side of my head, muddy. And I don't know... How's your makeup? I mean, I had... (laughs) I just want to know. You know what? It was good for my skin. It was. Because I also had a mud mask on (laughs) my face. Yeah, okay, cool. Um, So... I don't know if I don't know how quickly Jackie stopped 
running. She was like in the other state, yeah. like howling and snarling. Yeah. It was dark. I could not see where I was. I did not see, I couldn't see anything around me really. And uh, she ran for a while and then I, I could hear her voice. I could hear her calling me. And I just kind of laid there. <laughs> <It was> like, <laughs> mud. I mean, I sat up kind of, but I was just like, I don't know where I am. I don't feel like standing. Like I'm barefoot on one side. Like I want to go home. I'm just mm. done. So I just kind of sat there and I was like, I'm over here and she's yelling. I'm, you know, where are you? Where are you? She's trying to get back to me. And then she gets really quiet for a second. And then she yells my name. Like, I don't know why she did this. I have no idea, but it was like a sudden, like, Jennifer! And scared the hell out of me. And as she did that, the loudest moo you have ever <laughs> heard from behind me and to the right. Oh my God. I was, it scared. I don't remember ever being so this is viscerally like, afraid. Nobody understands what it's like to be like, and we're not small town girls to per se. So the fact no. that you're just like hanging out in your suede and there's a cow. I mean, there's something natural about it, and yet not. It scared just, me. I don't. I still don't know how close the cow was because I couldn't see the cow. It was dark. And like, part of me is going, "Well, get your cell phone out, you dumb bitch." But you know, yeah. no cell phones. Not one then. of those. Nope. 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 So um, she eventually made her way back over to me. Don't know where the cow was. The cow didn't like attack us or anything. If you, if you think that's where this is going, <laughs> it, the cow just mooed, and then the cow was like, "Fucking kids." Okay. We good? We yes. ready to reset? Good. good. We're okay. on. So resetting. If there was a weird jump cut there, it was because Chris the archivist joined us, and uh, we paused. To, you know, let him in the house. I guess. Yep. Yep. Okay. So, um, so the cow did not attack us. He didn't know <laughs> like you. Didn't trample you. I never even saw the cow. Have no idea how close the cow was to me. It sounded really close. Mm -hmm. It was maybe standing right over me. I don't know. <laughs> It was a protective cow. Yeah, I was like, he came over to make sure you were okay. Was, oh, shit, that girl just yeah. fell. Yeah. And then Jackie scared him. Yeah. So Jackie made her way back over to me, helped me up, and we went back to her house, and I cleaned up. I mean, that, that's the end of the story, is the time that we tried to run from the police, and I ended up in a mud bath. At least you didn't land in poop. I actually don't know if I did. That's I mean, true. You, you can't tell. Like, when I got... It's all there grassy. Was, yeah, there was, there was yeah. grass, and it it all kind of smells like that. Yeah, yeah. At it that does. point, when you're in a pasture, pretty much everything is poop. Yeah, yeah. That's or true. decomposed poop. Yeah. So, I mean, you you pretty much are guaranteed to have fecal matter on you. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. And sometimes I think about you know, like the rancher or the farmer who came out the next day and saw the imprint <laughs> of me just smeared, and then like my crunchy hair imprint at the top, and like, yeah. did yeah. somebody come out here and stumble with a bunch? of Brillo pads. <laughs> <laughs> so. And Jackie's feet like heading to Mexico. Yeah. And it's just, yeah. 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 Awesome. So, uh, yep. Yep. That's. Uh, it's not cow tipping, but it's damn close. Yeah. It's, that's the time that it didn't go as planned. It did not. That's my story. Good. Now Excellent. what? All Ooh, right. Who's next? I can go. So here's my story. Okay. And this is, uh, whew, there's so much to tell here. Okay. So I've, uh, those of you who know me, um, know that I'm not the most graceful individual. And 
oftentimes through faults not of my own, I end up in situations, and I don't know if it's just because I'm unlucky or I don't know, but I tend to um, find myself in these situations and then try to gracefully get myself out of them. Um, One of them involved falling in a hole and becoming trapped there at Coachella and Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um, all I mean, that's a throwaway story. That's not even a story for us to tell on this, but... What, Coachella? The falling in a hole. I mean, that's how every day... Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I mean, that one's... (laughs) These types of things are. It's like rolling out of bed, I fell in a hole. And then then some hippies saved me. It was, you know, it's, that's, that's Britney's life, you know? There she goes, doing her falling in a hole thing again. Yeah. Where are um, the hippies? Yeah. And you get in a situation and you just have to roll with mm-hmm. it. It just mm-hmm. didn't go as planned. Mm-hmm. So same setting, same town. Mm-hmm. Um, I was a teenager, um, senior in high school. There was a particular boy mm-hmm. who wished to be more than a friend. Mm-hmm. And I was not interested. And I, I went on one date with him to a school dance. It was a lovely time. It, it was perfectly okay. But I was just not interested in him at all. Yep. And he called me one day and decided and invited me to hang out. And, you know, I should usually just be honest. Mm-hmm. And I try to now because I am a terrible liar. Mm-hmm. But I was on the phone, and I thought, okay, I can get away with this. And I was just hanging out at home, so I told him I was sick, and I couldn't hang out with him. Mm-hmm. Oldest lie in yes. the liar book. Well, except for I'm washing my hair, but that doesn't fly in non-1950s America. It's true. So it's true. I was sick and couldn't hang out with him. Well, Jen was also friends with this individual, mm-hmm. And um, our friend Cindy, who was also hanging out with us at the time, knew him. And Jen really needed to get something from this individual's house. Should we give him an alias or should I just call him by his name? Let's call him Rupert. Rupert. Um, We've tried to remember what it was that I needed so desperately, um, but neither one of us can remember. And one thing that I have to say is I was an asshole when I was a teenager, but trust me, I, whatever that was, I desperately needed it or I would not have done this. So yeah, we, Jen and I have actually discussed this. The fact that this guy who I was not interested in and should have just cut him off, but was trying to let go gently. Yeah. I tell him I'm sick and Jen needs me Jen did not have her license or her yep. her uh, learner's permit, needed me to drive her over to Rupert's house to retrieve this thing. On the same day, yep. I've told him, I'm sick, I can't <sighs> hang out with you. Like, like less than an hour yes. later. <laughs> so it's like a joke. Like, if, if he actually... Well, okay, we'll get into it. This is how much Brittany loves me, though. It's because true. I'm not kidding. It does not matter how much somebody needs that. I would be like... Find another way. I'm not Some doing this. Some other ride, motherfucker. But I remember Brittany was like not even that annoyed with me. She wasn't happy about it, but she was like, okay, let's okay, go. By and large, I <laughs> loved driving around. I mean, I'm not going to lie to you. The and fact that we could just you like. you love me. I do. I do. And I was going to do it for you. And we actually talked about it a little bit because I was like, I can't, Jen. I've, I, you know, 
I told Rupert, <laughs> sorry, Rupert. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I told Rupert that I'm sick. I can't drive over to his house. Yep. Um, and looking back on it, you know, it could have just been Jen desperately needed this and I was sick, but I was okay to drive you over. You Except know? you were all, you didn't look sick. No, I didn't. <laughs> I was all done up like yep. I usually was. Yep. Anyway, so <laughs> big hair, you know, yeah, all that stuff. Big but hair, don't care. Makeup looked fabulous. That was our theme of the 90s. So fabulous. Fabulous for the 90s in a small town. <laughs> yep. With cows. Um, which is not fabulous at all to say. Well. We made we made it our own. My skin was amazing. Mm-hmm. Mine. Mm, mine, mine was not, so I can't okay. be like, yeah, I had that too. No, yeah, no. no. So, I had a hell of a personality. You did, and eyeshadow. <laughs> it's true. Some amazing eyeshadow. You were beautiful. Shut the fuck up. Punk I'm like rock. that. Yeah, she was. That's all I'm gonna say. So, anyway, getting back to the story. Okay, back on track. So Jen needs this thing. I'm like, I can't. I just told him. Jen's like. Listen, we'll go there. You'll park in the driveway. He'll think I was driving. Mm -hmm. I'll go into his house. I'll get the thing. I'll come back out. He'll never even know you were there. We went so far as when we got there, she took the keys out of the ignition and handed handed them to me so that it would look like I was driving. Yeah. So... We... I'm like, okay, fine. This will work out just as we planned. And it does not. Spoiler, Spoiler alert. So we drive there, um, hand her the keys. Jen goes inside with Cindy. They retrieve the thing. I see Jen come out of the house after a few minutes. I see Cindy following her. Jen is booking it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Running mm-hmm. Doesn't to the seem car. suspicious at no. all. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, it doesn't get any less suspicious. No. <laughs> Jen comes out to the car, desperate, I, I looks panicked, rolls down the window. Rupert has decided he's going to come out of the house and like see us off in the car. I don't know what. So he's yeah. following them out of the house. Yes. She's he's like, almost here. Just like <laughs> scooch down in the seat. Just scooch down in the seat and we'll get rid of him. So I scooch down in the seat. I'm like, oh shit, he's gonna like busted. So I scooch down in the seat and Jen and Cindy are sitting there talking to Rupert. Trying to stall, trying to get rid of him, and cannot. So, finally, (laughs) Jen's like, all right, well, we'll see you later. And I'm squished down in the seat, like, practically down by the pedals of the car. In the driver's side. Yes. And I'm, I'm like, kind of, like, crooked over the seat with my head a little bit (laughs) and, like, just trying desperately to stay out of sight. And this is where my brilliant mind comes into play. Jen's like... All right, I'm just going to sit down here. I will drive. I'll steer. You work the pedals, and we'll, we'll get out of here. You work the pedals. So I'm sitting partially on her shoulder, on neck, and head. My head. And Cindy thinks this is fucking hilarious, which it is. It is. She gets into the, the passenger side, and at this time, she has started carrying around a video camera. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So she's filming this whole thing. Yes. What is going on here? Yes. And there's me and Jen's ass. And like, and so and we. Rupert is still standing, standing in the driveway. There, just standing there. Does not seem to notice that I'm much higher than I should be. That there's weird wiggling and screaming. That Cindy's dying laughing for no reason whatsoever. So I'm trying Jen's to ass. act normal. 
giving the beauty queen See you wave. Later. Got the thing I needed so desperately that I'm sitting on my sister's head for it. <laughs> and uh, so we attempt, legitimately attempt. The Jen Steers and I listen, work the pedal. Listen, we succeeded. Dude, I think we did pretty good. <laughs> I do. But it was so fucking up. Like, okay, either he is an idiot and thinks you're like the shittiest driver ever, which, okay, sure, you could have been. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Or he knew what was up. I, I, I legitimately do not believe that he knew what was going on. Because he was of the type of personality that he would have said something. But also, it was... Your mind doesn't go to something that bizarre. Yeah, like, because mine didn't. Like, (laughs) there's no way that he's thinking to himself, you know what I bet happened? (laughs) Is that they decided to pretend that Jennifer was driving... And then Jennifer ran out to the car, warned Brittany, and then sat on Brittany's head so that Brittany could work the pedals. Yeah. So that I wouldn't know. Like that in no way happened in Good his old mind. Rupert. <laughs> He's such a like a soft soul. Yeah. He wasn't. Anyway, so so Cindy is filming this. Jen's sitting on my head. She starts the car. I don't remember much after this. I do remember Jen Jen shouting instructions at me. It's in reverse. Go ahead and let off of the gas or the brake. (laughs) Lightly on the gas. I was, you know what? I was pretty good. It's a good thing I was a small human at the time. Yeah. Because. Yeah. Damn. I was, I was telling her, okay, you know, we're, we're going to be backing up lightly on the gas. So. What he must have witnessed was me way higher, because I was way higher. Sometimes I just think of it from his perspective, and it's so bizarre. And I'm trying to work, (laughs) and I'm talking to my lap. Oh my god, I wish you guys You're giving your feet detailed instructions. (laughs) You're giving yourself a pep talk. (laughs) And I'm saying to my lap, I wish you could see Jen right now because she's like demonstrating. She's elevating herself. She's hunching over a fake steering wheel. (laughs) So great. In the 12 and 4 position. (laughs) As she starts speaking to her feet. Because safety first. (laughs) And I remember clear as day thinking to myself. The only way... We're such idiots! The only way he's going to believe that I'm really driving is if I do that thing that dads do, where you hold onto the wheel and you put your arm over the back seat, (laughs) and you've got your arm over the back seat, and you're looking behind you as you back up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So I did that, and I'm telling her, really lightly, really lightly, and we're backing out of the driveway... Toward a road where cars drive, you guys. <laughs> and well, how much I, faith did you have in her judgment at this point? Abs- like, 100%, though. Oh. Like, obviously. Like, Jen- so you felt she had driving experience even though she doesn't drive? No, she... Oh. I... I'm a t- I trusted you. I did. Wow. I trusted you. Well, I'm impressed. Yeah, and I, and I trusted you to, to be the pedal woman, so... <laughs> so I, I tell trusted her, you to sit on your head. Yeah. I, I tell her to stop, and then... <laughs> And then, Which I, I jammed on the brakes a couple of times, and it was just yeah. like, yeah, it was awful. And then I put it into drive, and it's time to drive down the street. And yes. we only have to get and, to the end of the street. And Rupert is just standing yeah. there. Like, what a Still waving. dude. <laughs> so we're going to go forward. We're going we're gonna to drive up the street. <laughs> so I tell her, okay, gas. And I don't know if it was because... <laughs> 
Cindy was loudly laughing and narrating the, the video that she was taking. I don't know what it was, but for whatever reason, <laughs> Brittany did not realize that I told her to put the gas on. So we're just stopped <laughs> at the end of the driveway, pointed down the street. It's amazing. Like this whole scenario yeah. is just amazing. And I yell, I, I said to Brittany, okay, push it. And nothing's happening. And I say, okay, push it. And nothing happens. And I yelled, push it. And she yelled back, I am pushing it. Little voice from crammed down by the pedals. I'm pushing it. And I said, we're not going anywhere. And for whatever reason, she thought I had told her to push the brake. I was pushing it as fucking hard as I could, you guys. She was doing what, it, what it, she thought she was I asked to do. I am so surprised that so, I did not brake. This is our parents' car. It's true. And we've broken that car a few times. Yeah. A lot. So finally, I tell her, okay, no, gas. Push the gas. But, you know, go slow. So she takes her foot off the brake and we start to ease forward and she puts the gas on and she puts it too hard. So we lurch forward and I tell I tell her, no, 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 because I'm scared. Not because we're going to hit anything, but I think she <laughs> thought we were going to hit something. So she slams on the brake. So imagine from Rupert's standpoint, we've now sat at the end of his driveway while I yell at my crotch. <laughs> And then, and, and Cindy films it. And then, oh my God, Jen's taken over the story, but it's I'm amazing. Sorry. I'm sorry. No, it's amazing. And then we, like, all I know from the story is I'm jammed down underneath you. You've got this from now on. And then we've roared oh forward and screeched to a stop. <laughs> it's no wonder he didn't go back in the house. Like, this girl is a fucking lunatic. <laughs> I don't Damn know it. how to drive. <laughs> We eventually made it far the, enough away to the oh end of the God. street and slightly around the corner well, so that we could trade places. And again, not trade places. I didn't <laughs> work the pedals. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I'll fucking show you how hard it is to push it. And in the 90s, like the gigantic earrings were really in. And I was wearing these just ridiculously huge hoops. And Jen is like sitting on the hoops and Whoa. dragging, like, like oh. everything about my scenario was painful and confusing. <laughs> All I had to do was tell Rupert I didn't want to go out with him. Yeah. That's all I had to do. But do you know what really this story is about? Is friendship? My <laughs> yes. And my amazing problem solving skills. I love 15-year-old or how old were you? 15 and 17? 17. Yeah. yeah. The we decision making. I love so it. Super yeah. moronic. I, and we were constantly left to our own devices. Mm -hmm. Like I, why? I'm wondering why you didn't park around the corner and walk over to his house. We thought about that later too. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I mean, there were a lot of that, yeah, there were so many stories where we thought of it later and thought, hey, you know, that's yeah. pretty stupid. Why yeah. didn't we do it this way? But again, we, dumb. we did well, still are. I'm just going to say that there's some similarities yes, <laughs> to my story. Which I'm excited which to hear. I'm ashamed to say I was a grown-ass adult <laughs> I would in a professional career that happened to me. And yet... My decision making should have been to park around the corner. So, <laughs> mine is, but the, here's the thing though. If if it were if I were me now back then, I would have just done that straightforward tell the dude you're not interested. And I've done that before. Mm -hmm. But that's different from I feel like some interactions that you have as an adult. Like sometimes you just think 
this is easy enough. Yeah. I can avoid this. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, let's hear this. And you're in a small town. Yes. Which you've got people that you have to face a lot, you know, it's not the same as living. My high school had 3000 people. Yeah. So it would be a lot easier to tell one person, no, this isn't going to happen versus, you know, one of the 10 available men in town. Yeah. Yeah. Seriously. We can't be friends anymore. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I think we have so many of those, those stories because again, we, we had very limited parental supervision and, throughout most of our adolescence. And limited thing. And the weird thing is the the hijinks that we got into <laughs> when we didn't I I can't stress it enough. We just were not those people that went out and got drunk or got high all the time. We mm-hmm. just were bored mm-hmm. and wanted something to do and somehow it ended up just sideways. We like, were like those how? we were like those working dogs who if you mm-hmm. don't work them they they chew things. Oh, yes, border yeah. collies. Yeah. Right? Yeah. You, can't, you can't just leave us alone or we just we like gnaw keep, on the couch. It's, it's true. terrible. It's <laughs> terrible. You you end up, you know, the border collie smeared with mud and yeah, working the they come home the we've, petals. We've pooped everywhere. It's terrible. It really is. It's terrible. You cannot um, leave us alone. No. Okay, so guys, as we've mentioned many times, Lloyd's my dog. Here's Lloyd. Can you hear him? He has decided that now is the moment to play with his Kong, which is a squeaky ball. He's lauding the entry of your story. Mm -hmm. He's like, well, I hope that he'll just stop. But I may have to remove him from the premises if he does not. I think he's fine. All right, we're ready. Well, my story. I'm excited. Of something that I love stories completely <laughs> didn't go as planned happened at work. Mm-hmm. I was a young professional. How young? I was probably about twenty-five to thirty. Okay. Okay. Working at a large financial institution. Mm-hmm. Uh, at that time, I was either—I think I was the assistant manager at that time, but. Mm-hmm. Uh, the story so, actually. Oh, go ahead. Maybe, no, so somebody who has a bit of clout, if you will, in the joint. Mm-hmm. On any other given day, yes. <laughs> That's what I'm going for. Right? <laughs> right? And this day was sort of special because it was Halloween. Mm-hmm. Mm. So, despite everything that makes good sense at a financial institution uh, where you can't dress in a mask, mm-hmm. you can't wear face paint, you mm-hmm. can't do anything that would disguise your face because of security reasons mm-hmm. on Halloween. Yeah. Uh, but we were still encouraged to dress for the day. Mm-hmm. Can I ask a quick question yes. about that? If if a, if a customer came in wearing a costume, did you have to ask them to remove it or yes. leave? Yeah. Yes, oh. absolutely. Like face paint even? Yes. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, I, mean, I mean, that mean, totally makes sense. Yeah, I just absolutely. never thought about that. Anything that would obscure your identity. Because, like, a robber could be like, oh, it's Halloween. I could totally jump right. with this. And yeah. They yeah. would be stopped pretty much as soon as somebody noticed them walking in the front door. Okay. So... Uh, this year, I had decided I was going to. One of my coworkers had recommended I be a black widow. Mm-hmm. Oh. Now they meant a woman who kills her husband, so more of a vixen type yeah. of character. Oh, but okay. I decided I would go with the black widow spider character. Oh, cute! So I went to the fabric store and I bought some fleecy black fuzzy material. 
and I took a turtleneck sweater and I put a uh, hourglass felt mm-hmm. diamond on mm-hmm. the front felt. Yeah. You went all out. Like, I did. I, I phoned it in all the time. I enjoy making costumes. craft, <laughs> making costumes, sewing. Chris's so, brand is going all out. Uh, so this year, I so I sewed. I made these long arms that were the length of my arms, and they were articulated. Oh my! Goodness. And they hung an even distance from one another, and then they would bounce and move as I moved my regular mm-hmm. arms. So they were hanging off of your own arms, and that's pretty, yes. that's pretty clever. Right, which, you know, I don't know. If you go into a financial institution with information about a loved one's death or you need to apply for something, <laughs> do you want to sit facing somebody wearing a costume? I yeah. do, but then, <laughs> you know, it's you've sort heard of my stories. Some, it might have livened their, their day otherwise right. dreary. In yes. hindsight, it doesn't sound like a great idea, but whatever. Yeah. So I went to work wearing this costume. Many of my other co-workers also wearing equally Oh, good. Fun costume. So at least you were not like, I, was, I actually showed up at work one time on Halloween and was the only one in the <gasps> office where, oh, only one. And the only reason it did not bother me as much as it probably should have is I was dressed as a unicorn and fucking A. <laughs> yeah. You know, you were the best oh, unicorn. I was amazing. That is legitimately one of my worst nightmares is to show up somewhere in a costume if it had nobody been else's. Any other costume, like Anything in my litany, it would have bothered me. But I was like, yeah, I'm a fucking unicorn. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Bye, y'all. So, anyway, so, you weren't the only spider, or you weren't the only costume. I, Maybe you I was not. Spider. I was the only spider. Oh, that's good. That's that good. true. So, the day goes, and it's Halloween. Everybody's very casual mm-hmm. <laughs> during the day. Uh, very playful. It wasn't a terribly busy day. And it came to... now. Working with the public, sometimes, especially, I don't know what it is about financial institutions, but you get relationships with your customers. Mm -hmm. You get to know them. They come in. I know. I mean, I still, just from memorization, I still know people's account numbers. Mm -hmm. I could pull it up before they came in because that's just how you just got Mm -hmm. used to those kind of things. Mm -hmm. Um, There was a specific, very, very nice customer who used to spend a lot of time sitting at my desk talking to me. Mm-hmm. And she was one of those people that, bless her heart, I loved her dearly, but... You have other things to do. I don't need to spend every day having a 30-minute conversation with this person. Yes. It's the curse of being an active listener. Yes. Chris, and Chris, you guys, is an active listener. Is, very much She so. will stop. She will make eye contact. She listens. She asks questions. She finds common ground. But I mean, and it's beautiful, but... Yeah, no, I've had people... It has its risks. It does. I'm not as... I'm not as... I'm trying to say this in a way that doesn't sound like I'm like beating myself up. I feel like I don't engage with people as well as naturally as you do. But I have had the same thing happen to me at my own work, where mm-hmm. it's like you see that person coming, and you're like, I have 15 things to do before mm-hmm. a meeting. I don't right. have time to talk about everything that happened on your right. weekend. Right. Yeah. And sadly, this woman had a very tragic, awful, awful oh. thing happen in her life recently. Mm-hmm. And so every time she had come for the past, ooh, let's say, year, it was 30 minutes of therapy with her oh. discussing her deceased husband who died in a really 
really gruesome way. Oh, oh my goodness. And oh, just just to set it up a little, that's just doesn't make what I did right or wrong. No. <laughs> Listen, I'm, I'm just not judging you. I hope you can understand. I know your soul, and you've got a good soul. Yeah. So, yeah. So, what happened is uh, this particular day, dressed in our costume, <laughs> this is uh, spider. We, yes. I was in my manager's office. My manager actually happens to be my best friend to this day. So, she and I understand each other really well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of my other good friends was also in the office. And we were standing around eating Halloween candy. Mm-hmm. What kind of candy were you eating? <gasps> Since you asked. This is, this is important <laughs> detail. These are important details. <laughs> I was eating a fun-sized caramello bar. Oh. I love that you even said it was fun-sized. <laughs> This is the detail I crave. The thing about fun-size caramello bars is they come in crinkly little packages Mm -hmm. full of ooey-gooey caramel. Yes, yes. Mm Ooey-gooey. Yes. And unlike my husband, I do not eat a caramello bar in one big gulp. Mm -hmm. I kind of slowly nibble my way through it. Gotta make it last. Right? Even the fun size, I make last several, Mm -hmm. several bites, even though there's probably only two squares in there. Mm -hmm. Fun fact, one of my most favorite candy bars when I was little was the caramello. I would always choose that. I always associate them with her. Delicious. Mm, They're lovely. I love them too. So I'm eating a caramello bar. We're in this office, which is some distance from the entry of the building, and it's kind of set sideways, so uh, from the side, this office has all glass walls. Mm -hmm. And we're looking, and I can see this very, very nice lady customer come in the front entry. And can she see you? I don't believe she she could if she was looking around. But she didn't see you. I do not believe that she noticed me. Okay. I noticed her right away. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I'm just having one of those days and we're all joking around having a good time. And I say, no, no, not today. Yeah. (laughs) Today is not my day to have a depressing conversation while I'm wearing a spider costume with this lovely widow. I I kind of, I don't blame you. No, I don't. Not even a little bit. No. So, because you, I mean, you've been so kind to her. It's just, you, you get a gimme. Yeah. You know? I, that's you how I felt. Dues. I felt I deserved a gimme. Yeah. So I turned to my very good friend, David, who is standing there with me. He's a loan officer. Mm-hmm. And I say, you're it. I am not coming out there. <laughs> and he, of course, argues back with me because he knows exactly mm-hmm. what he's in for. Did he... Did he have the same experience with oh, this Oh, absolutely. So it, she kind of was like equal, equal opportunity. It yes. was like... She yes. didn't have a special relationship with you. She just... I would say she had a special relationship with me and David. Oh, because oh, you guys so sympathetic. We both had desks that she could sit at. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just get to it. You had chairs. It's not quite like standing oh, in the teller line, taking up somebody yeah. where there's a huge line behind you. You yes. were the owner of ears. Yes. <laughs> and also sympathetic faces. Right. So I look around, and I need to plan my escape. 
Oh, dear. And I also need to make sure David's the one that goes and helps her. Oh, my God. Are you going to, like, go running down the street dressed as a spider? That should have made the better (laughs) choice. (laughs) But what I actually do is I look around, and I, frankly, what anybody else would have done, I scurry under the desk. (laughs) No! You did not! You got under a desk? That's amazing! That's like, like, that's amazing! Wait, can I, can I ask a couple questions about that? Yes, please. Did you... Oh my god, this is such a great story. Did you do that, like, to be funny? Like... Or were you legit? Like, 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 I I know you legitimately wanted to avoid it, but what I mean is, was it like, this is, not only am I going to avoid it, but this is going to be comedy. I or was it, like, an actual, like, escape plan? I think you... I, yes. <laughs> Both. Yes. I knew if she saw David through yeah. the window, <laughs> he would have no choice. Yeah. I did it in the lighthearted... Throw him under the bus kind of a way. Yes. Yeah. I, yeah. I didn't... It, it truly wasn't ridiculous comedy, but it was sort of... We're all standing around in costumes, acting like children. Yeah. <laughs> So, oh my watch God. this. Yep. That's so amazing. That is so something that I would do, like, like, ha-ha, and then it, and it, right, like the, the theme, this, never works out. I'm right. going to guess this didn't go as planned. <laughs> well, this didn't go as planned. Oh, my God. I, part of it did go as planned because David did go help her. <laughs> he got him out of the mm, office. That's good. I, was your friend still in her office yes. with you and you were under she the desk? She was sitting okay. at her desk. Yes. Uh, these were very large wraparound desks. Mm-hmm. Uh, very modern, new remodel we'd had done. And had a privacy panel and then sort of wrapped around and then she had a big credenza behind her and all this stuff on the thing. So you're under her desk and she's sitting at her desk. Yes. And you're dressed so, as a spider. This Setting yes. the scene. Okay. <laughs> the desk, honestly, is about as big as this table we're sitting at, which is a large dining table. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's, and it's actually a little deeper than this. When I see, I'm picturing how much room I yeah. would have under there yeah. if I had to make a quick escape. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. If she shows so, up here, we'll let you know. And you still have your caramello bar. Yeah, I, I do. Say, okay. I yeah, still okay. have my caramello bar. And okay. you haven't finished it yet because you nibble. No, well, because I've been terribly distracted by this oh, lovely yeah. woman and yeah. how do I get out of this? So the time I need under the desk, I'm sort of counting in my brain. I really only need enough time for him to walk out there, greet her, yeah. mm-hmm. invite her to his desk and yeah. go and be seated where I'm obscured the whole time because as soon as I come out. Right. Ready, engaged, and you can right. be free. And once she's seated, her back will be to gonna be the question. window. Mm-hmm. So I'm mm-hmm. free and clear. Mm-hmm. Now, the lo- the office area in this office was pretty long from the desk to where he would need to meet with her. So mm-hmm. it's probably twice the length of this room. Yeah. It's, you're, it's you're quite a gallery that he's going to have to... Head, right, and I've got walking. my best friend Deanna sitting yeah. there, and I can just say, Psst, let me know mm-hmm. <laughs> when I may safely come out, okay? Yeah. And I'm just hanging out being silly. Well, the next thing I know, which I'm fully expecting Deanna to say to me, okay, the coast is clear, you mm-hmm. can come out. Mm-hmm. No. The next thing I hear is Deanna standing up mm-hmm. and talking to a customer who's come to her office. Oh, no. <laughs> she, 
She says, well, oh hi, how are you? Please come have a seat. I didn't expect that. I thought, okay, good. Right. So <laughs> what I is didn't... happening for Deanna right now is my uh, question. She, oh She's my God, cool as a cucumber. <laughs> she is the master. My yeah. best friend is under my desk dressed as a spider. Oh, and she can roll with anything. She is the most relaxed, cool cucumber you'd ever oh met. My is she in a costume? Oh, my God. You, that's a good question. <laughs> I'm so excited right now. Yeah. I'm... Is she the other kind of Black Widow? I'm trying to think if she was in the costume, because year after year, I've made costumes for her. Yeah. So I know normally she would be in a costume. Yeah. Okay. Mm, She's worn a toga before. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. She wore a the crocodile from uh, Peter Pan. Yep, we yep. made her. Oh. That's definitely what she was wearing. Yep, we're At least go in my so head. We're going to say she was wearing that, which crocodile. included the clock noise. So yeah. she had the little clock in Winter. her stomach. Okay, yes. So Everything about this is great. I, I, strangely, I can't remember exactly, but we're going to say she was wearing yeah. that one. At yes. least in my head. That's where we're going. Perfect scene. So I can't believe I'm now trapped under this desk. Yeah. With a customer in there. But the thing is now, I can't make a movement. First of all, Mm. although the desk does have a privacy panel, Mm -hmm. it has about an inch gap at the front privacy panel. I now have eight legs that Mm -hmm. are loosey-goosey. Oh. They could pop out under that privacy panel. They could pop out at parties. Yes. Totally. They would be unpopular. I can picture this. I know exactly the privacy panel stuff. Wait, yes. I'm sorry. I need one more detail. Can you please describe the position you were in? Oh, yes. (laughs) Yes, yes. Well. Are you, like, um, knees up, sitting on your bum? I I picture you laying on your side. Oh. I think of you, like, curled up like this with your knees up. So tell us what the real thing was. I was actually in the... Sprawled on her face. Far corner (laughs) of the desk. So where the desk meets the wall. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And the privacy panel. And my hands. back. Oh, are we? Okay, we're My hands. back is in the corner. My knees are up to uh-huh. my chest. I knew it. Much more comfortable than I've I I've got my hands wrapped around my knees. But again, I don't have much control over my... Your arms that are hanging off of your other arms. Right. Arm. So yeah. I've got three other arms on my right side uh-huh. that potentially could be flopping around, tickling these people's feet. Okay. <laughs> so, so, and I've got a caramello in my hand, in my probably right hand, actually, because I'm right-handed. In the wrap, which with the... has some bites out of it, and it's gooing. Oh dear! <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> As caramellos do. But it has the wrapper still. It still has the crinkly wrapper. Yeah. Yeah. Oh okay. Right. Okay. So at this point, this is making me wet my pants. <laughs> Deanna is talking to these folks. Yeah. And they need something, and I I can tell from their conversation, it's going to be hopefully very quick, and they'll be gone. Mm -hmm. Okay? So they need something, and I'm thinking any noise I accidentally may make from moving or wiggling or my, please don't let my foot (laughs) pop out. So they didn't? Your feet didn't pop out at parties? Well, hold on. I don't know. We don't know yet. (laughs) Okay. We don't know yet. Okay. We're not done. But I'm, I'm... it seemed like she was closing any up Any noise oh, I oh. may make yeah. hopefully will be attributed to Deanna sitting at a desk typing away yes. on this. Mm-hmm. So next thing I know, she's talking to them about, let's say, getting a history or something printed out, some data information that she's going to need to leave the office. Oh, no. Oh, no. 
go into another room to pick up some papers that are going to be printed on our pool printer. Oh, my God. So I'm, of course, bracing for these two or three seconds that I'm going to be trapped. Yes. Couldn't Deanna say something like, and for Halloween, (laughs) we have for you today. (laughs) Watch me pull a rabbit out of my hat. Yes. Under desk spider woman. (laughs) I was thinking, like, can you imagine being the customer and if they'd actually, like, heard or seen something? I mean, I don't know. Maybe they did. Just wait. Did they? Oh, God. I I just want to say, of the people that could be sitting there, if it had been somebody I had known, perhaps I could have popped out yeah. as a joke, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. As soon as she left the office to go pick up the printout, oh, no. the people started having a private conversation with oh, one another. No. No, 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 no. <laughs> what kind of private? The, the kind <laughs> that makes it clear they see conspiracy in everything. They go back and forth to one another about how difficult it is to travel all over town to find payphones that are separate from every other payphone mm. because the government is spying on them. Oh my god! And there are wait, ears. Wait, that's not everywhere. Even I never even think it, like are were wait. payphones connecting. <laughs> that's what I was just about to ask. <laughs> payphones that are separate, like by themselves, without oh. other payphones. Is that what you mean? Oh, okay. or do you yes, mean yes, like yes. the one payphone that the government isn't hooked into? The government, and by you, I mean them. <laughs> apparently, the government is listening to every payphone, uh-huh. every telephone call, uh-huh. every transmission, uh-huh. everything you do. So the only way to stay one step ahead is to go from phone to phone to phone. And only a certain amount and then, of seconds mm-hmm. on each phone. Right, so so they would have to sort through the millions and millions of payphone calls. And this is a difficult thing to do. Yeah, no shit, dummy. Right? <laughs> so their conversation, frankly, was one of the most eye-opening, oh my troubling, goodness. but of all of the people that... Wouldn't want to know there's somebody under the desk spying yeah, they on them. Have fucking killed you. Yeah, I would have proven every worry yes. they had ever <laughs> had. There's a spider hiding under our bank. But she has a candy bar. Doesn't that make her? I mean, oh friendly. I should have stepped out and said, "Well, hi, I am from the government." Yeah, yeah. And oh I've actually God, have compiled amazing. enough information now. Amazing to file your case. Yeah, I, I have a, I've like. I've got a mouth on me, and I have a hard time. I, I would have so wanted to pop out and been like, do you know how much risk oh. you have for flesh-eating disease with that many payphones? <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> Let me help no. you. The worries. The worries. <laughs> and you, you're used to hearing a certain amount, again, at a financial institution, oh you do hear a fair amount of wackadoodle kind of theory oh, on absolutely. how the government is doing this mm-hmm, or that mm-hmm. or whatever. and. Mm-hmm. These people were just... I am not so. But to hear their private conversation... Amazing. ...was some sort of special... I couldn't believe. Was it only paper? Was there anything? There Teach was, me. The, the whole thing <laughs> really was ways. a lot of conspiracy. Yeah. I, the payphone wow. was the part that struck me. Yeah. Uh, they were sort of complaining about the cost of payphone calls, mm-hmm. which at that time probably was a quarter. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. it wasn't a terrible amount. Mm-hmm. But... My manager, Deanna, comes back. Mm-hmm. She sits down. I've, as far as I know, nothing has exposed myself. Mm-hmm. 
and not made a noise. But just to add a little injury to the whole thing, mm-hmm. my friend David comes back into the office. Mm-hmm. Now, he full knows I'm still sitting under the desk. Oh, he does. Lord. Oh, yes. He's laughing his ass off. Yeah. So he, he comes around as if to say, manager, I need you to look at this with me, right? <laughs> so he comes over to the desk and he goes, smash, as he puts his foot on me. Oh, that is oh. so mean. <laughs> To intentionally squish the spider under the desk. No. So, okay, wait. Not only is our story similar in the fact that we were hiding from yes. someone, you got smashed. Yes. Right? Yes. I did. <laughs> I did. So, that is mostly the story of how everything truly didn't go as planned. Yeah. That's just... Amazing. So, they, they, they left. They did. You were able to get out. What was the state of your caramello bar? <laughs> I, Is it I still edible? Most of it probably had dribbled out onto the front of my shirt. <laughs> so did you eat it anymore? Of course I did. And <laughs> just want to make sure. You don't throw a good caramello away. Yeah. I agree wholeheartedly. Yeah. You want to know my favorite part of my interaction in that story was when I tried to be like, this is what Deanna should have done. (laughs) And I'm the girl who decided to sit on your head. Okay. But never listen to me. uh, That was 15 year old Jen. Yeah. I think you would have probably let the spider hide under your desk. I I, seriously, I'm thinking about like, had somebody discovered you under there, how amazing that would have been. I would amazing. I would just, I told my mom this story at one point, and she told me I should have started making recording device noises. <laughs> what is that? Can you make those for us I, right now? I really can't. <laughs> whir, whir, whir. Clay, Clay. Like, did you ask her? <laughs> what, is that? what does that sound like, Mom? Because, <laughs> dang. Beep. Guys. What? I, I mean, I really liked these stories. I am absolutely in love with the idea of Chris hiding under a desk with a caramello dressed as a spider. That's like the my caramello thing. is really what it makes does. this story. It does. It really does. Because she was like... There's so much jeopardy involved. There yes. is. There's the wrapper, and there's the ooziness, and there's the chocolate, and right. there's the fact that you really want to eat that caramello. Because I would have, like, if it had been me... Maybe I wouldn't have. Let's hear. No, like, could you have, I mean, it still had the wrapper around it, right? Yes. Okay, so you couldn't move it all with that fucker. No. Okay, because I was going to say, just like, put it on the ground. How long total were you under the desk with the people in there? It feels forever. Yeah. I, in reality, it was probably five minutes. That's a really long time to hold perfectly still. To... To be aware of a body that you can't move yeah. or make a noise or wiggle or drooly, oozy caramello. Well, and you guys, like, hinted at the fact that your legs could have, like, been... Un- Did they? Do you know if they I did? don't know. Okay, okay. I don't know. Yeah. I can only hope if they did, the overhang of the desk shielded me. Yeah. Jackson and or- Reba were like, I see those spider legs. Let's talk about the payphones. Yeah. Let's throw them off the set. <laughs> Ooh, plot <laughs> twist. Jackson and Reba were really just messing with you. <laughs> oh, I like that version. I don't, better. Know, I don't know if y'all have noticed, but I give names to everything it's and important. everyone. It's important. So. Jackson and Reba's version of the story has when they trapped a spider under the desk <laughs> yeah. and they laid down a 
false sense of They know crumbs. that the government has those giant spiders, and if they just trick them, yep. they confuse them enough to not eat them. Yeah. I know that's what it was. I love it. It's true. Anyway. Um, you know what I would really love is if you would be a guest again so yes. that we can have... Well, I would love that. The lawsuit story. Yes, I need to hear these other stories. That's what we in the business call a tease. <laughs> yes. Well, this is a fantastic story that I hope to share in the future. Because I'm really excited because I have an amazing court story that mm. I can also tell. I cannot guarantee it's as dramatic as yours. I, I guarantee it's not. <laughs> I, I Yes, and I actually have... We were discussing this earlier when we were trying to decide which story we wanted to hear. Mm -hmm. And I realized that... For as idiotic as I was as a teenager and the sometimes unsavory folks that I surrounded myself with, I have very little involvement with any court system or any cops. Yeah. So it was difficult for me to come up with... Now, I have some. They're not yeah. very strong, but I'm willing to make that sacrifice to hear this one. Yeah. Because um, if I... I'm, I'm actually pulling up the email that oh. Chris sent us um, because I want you guys to know how intrigued I was by this particular... Description. Description. Yeah. So she, she gave us a, a really tiny snippet of each of these stories that she could tell. Um, this one was... Being sued for practicing law without a license and the trial. Yep. I am intrigued. Yep. I'm so ready for this. Because, I mean, like I said, my story is definitely interesting. And it involves how I was very much like Prince. What? Prince what? and I had something very important in common for a while. Wow. Um, oh, I know this. Okay. But I was not sued for practicing right. law without and, a license. And mine was just really another one of the stories from my youth where we're just stupid and make dumb yeah. decisions. And Here's one more thing. I, I didn't end up in a cow field, though. No. Okay. No mud involved. Nope. Or suede. Or maybe. One I of the know. things that I think that we deserve credit for is that we... Um, all of us, probably Chris most of all, deserves credit for the fact that we changed the theme of this probably <laughs> roughly 15 times. Oh, I was going to say, it's got to be 15. And we came up with the final theme about 28 seconds before we hit record. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so. We are damn good, you guys. You don't know how hard we work for your entertainment because guys, we love you. It's true. We love you. You got to listen to this. You gotta share it with people. Please do, um, especially the website, mostlytrue.net. It's gorgeous. Jen made it. It's amazing. There's pictures. You can get to our recordings. Mm -hmm. um, I think we should cross-link that with Pods Burgers. So yeah. if people want to That's go out to idea. the other podcast, they yeah. can do that. Did you say watch the other podcast? Uh, go out to go out oh. to. Yeah, I made that up. Jen's tired. It's, it's okay. fine. It's been a long weekend. It's all fine. And the weather's changing. And yeah. This was fun. This yeah, this was, was a good one. Mm -hmm. This was a really good one. I, I'm, I'm delighted, and I do want you to come back and tell the other ones. Well, Please. Don't tell to. me them until we do a recording. <laughs> Did you give the email address? Yes. Um, you. What, I'll do it again. Yes. You got stories 
at gmail.com. That's Y-O-U got... Okay, let's try that again. (laughs) Y-O-U got stories at gmail.com. Please send us... So what Chris did, as we said, was she just sent us four different stories, kind of a really quick synopsis. teaser. Yeah. Yeah. And and so you don't have to write up the whole story. And you don't have to fit a category or a theme that we've put together. Just send us, like, this is an amazing story of something that happened to me. Yep. Or to somebody you know. Just send us some, send us shit. Yeah. Um, The next uh, one we're going to be doing the theme is My First Job, which... I am excited. Yeah. <laughs> I have some stories, yeah, you guys. Yeah, because our guest's first job, let's just say, was not one that if you were thinking of first jobs, you would pick. It wasn't astral projecting, though. No. But what kind of an industry would that be? We should start an oh, astral yes. projection company. Yes. Yes. I, I After I write the, the book I was mentioning in our last podcast mm-hmm. and... All of we things. have so many plans of oh. things we'll never do. You know, did I mention on this podcast or Pods Burgers about the uh, sweepstakes I want to do? The little... Pods Burgers. Okay. But I I am coming up with ideas for all kinds of things that you can win. Mm-hmm. So stay tuned for that. Yeah. I'm very excited about that as well. So um, iTunes, please subscribe. Mm-hmm. Please, um, you know, just rate us if yeah. you if you feel so inclined. You don't or, even have to write a review. No. Just click them stars and make it good. Yeah. And uh, if you want to say something, we'd love to hear it. Yeah, you know you want to come sit in my game room. You do. Yeah. It's oh, my fun. gosh. It's so amazing, you guys. Mm-hmm. You can take your shoes off and drink wine and look at this, like, such the cutest dog. Or if you're not a wine drinker, you know what? I'll find some other libation for you. Oh, yeah. We can make you some delicious concoctions. Yeah. Alcoholic um, or not. Yeah. We don't judge. Or And snacks. I make great snacks. <laughs> Look at this. We're just desperate to have you in. No, Come we on. love you. We love you. <laughs> okay, I think it's time to wrap it up. We're done. Yeah. That's it. Should we say goodbye? Yes. Say goodbye, Chris. Bye. Chris. Mm-hmm. Say goodbye, Chris. Oh, goodbye, Chris. Thank you. Mostly True is a podcast brought to you by Jen and Brittany's Idiocy. Our theme song is called The Big Ten and is done by The Blue Dot Sessions. (laughs) 